Hey, really quick, if there's one thing I can guarantee you is that you are in some way, shape, or form working on improving your health and wellness. What if I told you that for whatever you're working on, I've got something that's just right for you? The best part is, is that it's all organic and extremely bioavailable. Let me help you reach your health goals. Feel the power of Steven Superfoods with sweet discounts and a 30-day money-back guarantee if you aren't satisfied, but I promise you that won't be the case. Ascend your health. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ascension Show. So glad to have you here today. Hope you're having a great day so far. Today, I got my friend Kenzie. Kenzie, I met through uh, like mutual followers on social media and like a travel group. Um, but I'm really glad we connected because we have a lot in common, and I'm excited to have this conversation. So, why don't you give a quick introduction about yourself? Yes. Well, thank you for having me on. First of all, and. I am 24. I live right outside Miami right now. I am a Pilates instructor and a personal trainer. Um, I'm also a swim coach, but in general, I'm a very holistic wellness person. I got into wellness through working on my mental health and going through some injuries that I had and um, struggled with my relationship with food. And I found that Working on myself, not only in the gym or nutrition-wise, is what really has healed me and helped me become the healthiest version of myself so far. And I'm still learning, still growing. But yeah, that's what I'm all about. I, um, I'm also a very creative person. Like in my free time, I like to paint and cut up clothes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Um, something that. I picked up straight away was how your injury brought mm -hmm. you into wellness and I would say I had an ACL surgery almost a year ago mm -hmm. and that has been like super important and like for my journey of like my healing journey and my mindset journey um yeah. so I, I like what what was it for you like what kind of injury so it started off with a concussion in college I was a swimmer and I got a concussion, I swam into the wall, like kind of like a stupid way to get concussed. But because I was also struggling with my mental health at the same time, my concussion lasted for eight months and mm. I was out of the pool, out of training for eight months. And with concussions, it's kind of weird because there's not much you can do for them other than just rest. And that's what I was kind of doing the whole time. And that also meant I couldn't work out. And um, I really noticed that adding to my stress levels or my depression too, just the fact that I couldn't really move my body like that. And um, eventually the concussion healed. And when I got back into working out, I just really realized what an impact it has on my life, like fitness in general, and also just moving your body. Um, and then later on, I guess this isn't an injury, but I got strep throat about a year and a half ago and I didn't treat it well at all. And um, 
it actually caused like these bumps on my shins that looked like bruises, but they were filled with lymph fluid. And at the time I was like going to the gym a lot and still working out that way, but it made these bumps on my legs way worse just because the gym was just added stress to my body. And that's how I found Pilates and really got into yoga at that, at that time because um, it just acted, that kind of movement acted more as like a lymphatic drainage and really flushed my system and like healed my legs too. So yeah, it was, it was cool. And then throughout all of that time, like I got into more spirituality and mental health and really honing in on holistic nutrition and, and not being restricted with myself. So it all kind of came together, which is cool. Yeah, it's funny how everything falls into place, um, especially mm -hmm. like when you're when you're working towards a goal. And then like for me, like I'm working towards like a jujitsu goal or a fitness goal. And then like I have this injury and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm making so much progress. And all of a sudden like this happens and you get so frustrated with mm -hmm. how it works out because it's not how you wanted it to go, but it's how like the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, this like that's how it decided that it wanted to turn out. But then like if you put yourself through it and you have the right mindset and you're willing to work, like it really like does change your life in so many beneficial ways. Totally. So, totally. Yeah. Um, I guess like something that I can recall on is like, like, you know, I'm I'm a very physically active person. I'm in the gym. I'm trying to jujitsu. You know, I, I like to do stuff. I like to have like physical um fun and mm -hmm. so like at that time period where like so i tore it and i'm just like aimlessly doing stuff because like i can't go to jujitsu like i'm waiting on my surgery to happen and then like my surgery happens and i'm like two months i'm like doing like you know i can go to the gym and do like upper body stuff but i'm like my favorite thing is jujitsu i'm not doing that mm. um but like that time where i was away from jujitsu and i was away from doing all this physical activity i had like time to focus on other things and like focus my attention on other things and really like i had a clean slate to focus on my body and be centered in myself and that time was really important for me because yeah. I got to understand who I was and what my goals are and how I can use that injury as a platform to succeed rather than let it fail. Um, and I talk about my injury all the time because a lot of people will take their injuries and let that consume them in a mm -hmm. bad way. Like I went on online forums for ACL and people were just really upset that it happened to them and they let it overtake them. Mm -hmm. but it's injuries can be a really 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 beneficial thing if you allow it yeah i actually really really um resonate with that too with my concussion i feel like at first i was letting it kind of dictate or con control how i felt about things and um i let it increase my stress levels or just the fact that i was separated from my team is what I felt like. But then once I accepted it and realized like, okay, it's just time to heal and rest is when I got into journaling a lot, actually. Oh, wow. So really broke into that realm of, of journaling and um, just like doing a lot of self-reflection, which is, I don't think I would have done that as soon in my life had I not had the concussion kind of thing. So. Yeah. Um, recently I've been journaling every day and it has been so like 
profound to be able to sit down and like write these crazy things and you're like you finish writing and you're like oh, like i just wrote that like and there's no way like it didn't come from you it like came through you um, mm -hmm. and so you have these like divine downloads and it's really important to express that um because yeah. like you said you get to reflect on like who you are and it's really important to understand that and i think that really ties in nicely with like yoga and spirituality because for me like um, spirituality has been a big proponent in like my journey and and, and who I am because um, like I grew up in a Christian church and like I grew up doing that and f for me it's like very service level and there wasn't much meaning behind it and it was like oh, I'm just gonna do it um, but once I like got into like the more spiritual stuff it's like more profound and it means more and it's not so tied down to this or that it's it's really brings like back to the nature of who we are just mm -hmm. as spirits and the energy um and you can really like look at the texts from like a non-dogmatic point of view especially because i think like i'm speaking from my experience like growing up christian there's a lot of fear and guilt that goes into it and but that's not what like religion or spirituality is and it's actually the opposite which is love mm, yes oh that is so true yeah, and I think spirituality is so cool because it really helps you identify the ego and the soul and mm. um, develop your consciousness a lot. Whereas I think religion, religion is great, like faith is great, but I feel like sometimes it can separate you from what you truly believe in because people are saying like, here are the lists of beliefs that you need to have kind of thing. So yeah and so like last week i went to church for the first time in a while because i was invited i had lots of like mutual friends going and i was like, okay yeah i'll go and i was going and um like it was great like we were singing the songs also i was singing to the songs like i'll sing to the songs and stuff and i was like you know i'll hear this pastor out and i heard the pastor out and he's talking about something um like we were reading from mark and it was it's like very it's like a very historical like the the thing that we were reading rather than like um like a profound spiritual teaching but he mm -hmm. tied it back into how like how it's like one or the other like you can either you can either be this or be that and if you're gonna be that then you're wrong and you're gonna suffer for it mm -hmm. so you need to accept this and and do it this way um but i think you can't you can't put it in a in a box like that and and also like for me with Christianity, it's like you choose this or that, and it's only this or that. But mm -hmm. I believe in reincarnation. And if you believe in reincarnation, there's no this or that. You know what I yeah. mean? Totally. I actually, I've been like craving a spiritual awakening recently. So I got a Bible and started to read it and kind of like, was very open to understanding it more because I didn't grow up religious. My family never really like, did anything religious or spiritual kind of just nothing um so i found that realm first through spirituality but i don't know i had this curiosity of like understanding christianity and i got into it a little bit and it was awesome i think there are some great morals to i agree think. um but yeah kind of similar thing it's very black and white and i just i don't know how much i resonate with the idea of kind of feeling shameful for doing something that's considered wrong um so yeah have yeah. my have my questions but also like me too i uh, 
I have definitely opened up myself more to learning about different、mm. ways of thinking and like different belief systems because I think everything in itself is kind of related and very similar. They're just different ways of expressing it. Yes,、uh, I I agree, and I think it's really important to come at it with an open mind, and、mm-hmm. to like come at it like if you're just reading like the Bible for like what it is, you're only gonna see like if you're going into like one of Jesus's lectures. It's so like his basic human like knowledge. It's like he's affirming things that like Buddha talked about. He's affirming things that all these like awesome philosophers of history have talked about.、Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you get down to it and you read it, it's just like. It's just this wonderful book of lessons that we have, and and unfortunately, it, some of it's been tainted by man, like human hands,、um, and and I think when you really look at it, like Jesus wouldn't have wanted、um, like church to be the way it is now, yeah.、Um, and it that's it's really hard to express that to some people because of like the upbringing that. They've had, or just the experience they had in in church, and I think if as long as you're doing it and it makes you happy and you're spiritually awake, then it's great.、Um, mm-hmm. And remind me to send you some resources after this because、um, I think I have some stuff that could resonate with you.、Yeah. Um, but yeah,、um, I think one thing with spirituality、um, and like what you said before about like like the ego versus the soul, like it helps you uncover that. Mm-hmm. And it helps you understand again who you are and like what you're here for. So like when you can separate like your soul versus your ego, you realize like your ego is the reason for like your suffering and your expectations. Like if we tie it back to the injury, for example, like your ego is gonna like be so fixated on this expectation that you had on how things are working out. So like. In my case, it was like working out in jujitsu. Yours was like working out in swimming. It's like,、mm-hmm. oh no, I can't do this. But like your spirit, if you come back in, into your spirit, like you'll you'll literally like give into the experience and let go because like your spirit knows that like the universe or God, again, whatever you want to believe in, is doing this in your favor、mm-hmm. because your ego wants to fight and your ego wants to have its own fixation, its own way of how everything will work. But your spirit is like divinely connected and in tune with like the way things. Work anyways, that you can like really just let it be your guide, and that's been so important for like my journey, my mental health. Yeah, I agree. And I'm actually reading a book that's that like explains a lot about the ego, and it's been very eye-opening because it basically says like the ego is anything you identify yourself with, and、um, relating it to injuries or really anything in your life that you. You are identifying yourself with like, oh, I'm lazy. I, I can't do this, or you know, anything like that. That is purely the ego talking, and you putting yourself in that box of this is me and this is how it is. But because you are thinking that way, it's gonna keep continuing that way, and the ego is never like fully satisfied. So you're either gonna keep thinking those thoughts and being like going in that negative thought pattern, or Um, or you can start living from the soul and detach from it, and start realizing, hey, okay, I'm. This might be what's happening right now, but this doesn't have to define me, and I can move past it and grow. So it's cool. Yeah. What, what book is it? <laughs> it's Discovering Your Life Purpose by Eckhart Tolle. I think oh, that's that. It, yeah, I I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good author. Um, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Good author. I think it's a yeah. That's that's a really good explanation.、Um, 
and it helps with it's it's a good for like mental health purposes because you can like begin to understand like the nature of like reality and like how you can detach from the ego and stuff and and attach like attune yourself to your soul um and i think that ties really nicely into like one of the points that i wanted to talk about that that you brought up before is like how everyone needs therapy and um i think that it's really important to like have some kind of consultation some kind of guidance some kind of mentorship um my opinion is that um you'll get actually get better returns if you're kind of doing some kind of coaching program or you're doing like a mentorship like versus therapy like sitting down back and forth Mm -hmm. so i wanted to pick your brain on that because everyone needs therapy is a very like broad statement true true i think it doesn't necessarily have to be therapy but some kind of like life coaching Mm. thing i've had both um last year around this time i started therapy for like the first time ever and it was good but i felt like i wasn't being asked introspective questions so i feel like i wasn't getting like super deep with this therapist she would kind of just like talk to me about my day ask me what was going on and i would like tell her kind of like the surface things because i didn't really i didn't really get the chance to think about the deeper stuff because that's what i kind of thought the whole session was about but i feel like i just didn't really get what i wanted out of it even though it very much gave me good skills with how to cope with trauma so i think that was like super important specifically like how to manage my parental trauma and go around that and um how to be a better communicator and better friend i think that's really what she taught me but in general just like having someone to open up to and who can like bounce off of your um your thoughts is really good after therapy i stopped it for a little bit and then i went into having a life coach and she was amazing too um she taught me so much about shadow work and inner child healing and uncovering limiting beliefs that i had and going back in my past and reprogramming those beliefs and realizing like hey that that isn't me right now that was hurt me back then or that was someone else's thoughts that I just started believing but that's not even true to me um so yeah any kind of like introspective coach therapist I think everyone really needs because I think in especially in this world where like social media is so big and we have such easy access to each other um we can hurt ourselves a lot and we can kind of like go in the rabbit hole of like oh what are they doing who are they hanging out with like and kind of either get sad get mad or just like frustrated with things and we hurt each other through not having healed ourselves um i really really saw this with my old roommate actually we would like we we're best friends at one point but then we started fighting a lot and during these fights i would really see unhealed parts of her come out and unhealed parts of myself come out i would like turn into a totally different person i want to say i'm pretty chill and like very at peace most of the time but with her i was like screaming and like really like 
really wanted to punch her <laughs> at some points, which is so bad to like say, but but I just noticed like, hey, I am so triggered right now in this situation. Like, let me take a few steps back and see what's going on. And I was actually able to link some of her behaviors with things that my parents did that used to trigger me. And it was very interesting to see that. And then we kept on living with each other for about another year. And near the end of that year, we were fighting again. And I realized I was handling the situation so much differently than before. Um, I wasn't like, wasn't like getting super frustrated or angry. I was kind of able to control myself better, which is definitely what, what therapy and the life coaching had taught me and very thankful for that. <laughs> well, cool. Um, first of all, thank you for being vulnerable on, on the Ascension yeah. show because um, it can really open up awesome conversations. Um, and I think so there's a couple of things I want to talk about, you know, bounce, bouncing off what you said. Um, so the like life coach therapy thing, I've never had a therapist. I've never been in therapy before, but I've had like coaches. I, I have coaches right now that I'm working with. And so uh, in, in a variety of different ways. So like I think you can get this like therapy mentorship coaching from a lot of different places it doesn't have to be like a therapist mm -hmm. like for me something that I would fit into this like category would be my jujitsu coaches right they're in some ways they're mentors outside of the martial art because of like the lifestyle that they live and the things that they do uh, outside of it and the advice and the, the guidance that they provide and the community aspect that they build right and then mm -hmm. there's also like coaches that you pay for right so i'm in a coaching program with an online like friend and it's been really awesome for my fitness and my uh, mentality and like spirituality and stuff it's like all-encompassing it's been really great also again because of like the community and like the camaraderie and the mentorship the accountability that's been really important for me and then another group after I had my ACL surgery, I found these guys on Twitter that do like movement, they call it re recoding, like we're just like recoding your body to like more natural movements and showing you how to do that. And so I've been working with them for about eight months now. And that has been super helpful because like I've just like changed the way my body moves and the way my body feels. And like if I'm in pain, I know exactly what to do and how to do it to like get my body out of pain. And they're super cool. Like we just like we're friends at like it's like we're more friends than not like like more friends than coaches. But they're like helping me out, like showing me how they did what they did to get mm -hmm. out of pain and to like get their movement down. And so like I'm taking their experiences and like meshing them with mine and it's been really helpful for me and like when you're paying for coaches or you know people can can get a little bit like tense about that because oh like you're paying money for it and it's not like genuine but like you have to like mentally get your mind past that and see it as a value exchange like no one's gonna help you for free like um that's just like how it works like it's is an energy exchange and it's yeah. like if you just see past that um because you know if they were your friend you would pay for the like but you like they're giving you a service and like yeah yeah they're my friends but like I, you know that's just how it works so that's one yeah. thing that i always like to like to say but um like having those people in your circle 
really helps accelerate like where you want to be so like with my acl like if i didn't start working with these guys i wouldn't be where i am today and that's testament to their coaching and so then like in turn with that that pursuit and my goals it like helps with like my mental health so like i've never sat down one-on-one with a therapist like that but the coaching that i've had that i've gone out of my way to pay for or through like jujitsu coaching even that i pay for but you're still getting that mentorship and that Mm -hmm. um accountability and the help and i think that's just so important for like achieving goals um so so yeah and it like um and for me like with the the fitness and mentality coaching i've been able to like deconstruct everything like that i built my personality on and been able to like introspectively inquire about who i am and like what this is and i've come to like this awesome conclusion that like you know you really are just like the awareness of everything around you like if you can tap in through meditation you'll see like he calls it an eye but you'll like be able to tap in and like see this part of you that's not you but like observing everything and so then you become like attached to that soul versus the ego right Mm -hmm. Uh, and and that really helps helps you out and so like i've been able to do my own healing in the sense that like like i have a fixation with like always 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 like just thinking about the worst scenario happening with things that i could do like literally i'm like just now like before we got on here i'm reading my book and i'm like oh i have my smoothie in my bed because i'm reading it in my bed but I'm like, no i don't want to do it because like i'll spill my smoothie on like my mattress but like I'm like catching myself. I'm like, why do you even think about that happening in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, and so just stuff like that has been really important and which is kind of how I wanted to relate to you about with your roommate. Um, because doing that inner work is so important. You'll be able to uncover all this stuff that you didn't know you had, but but you did subliminally that kept you, like it was holding you back from being where you are now and where you want to be. Um, and like this creating this new self is really like, uh, is so is so profound and so important and and it's like it's like a journey it's like you're laying one brick at a time but like you're you're learning so much about yourself and when you do all this learning about yourself you'll be able to use that and better yourself and help other people so it's been really great and i think you're doing the same thing too with other people like you're you are a life coach so <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah no yeah i know i see you post about it and it's really good um and so like I'm, I'm sure you're tying in all this like mental health stuff with your pilates and your personal training yeah definitely it has a lot to do with i like to talk about body image and relationship with food a lot because those things really end up coming down to your self-worth and your the amount of self-love you have for yourself and a lot of people actually don't have much self-love and I think that's just another reason why people um, need to be in spaces where they're introduced to the introspective work because we're not we're not taught this at all in school and I think honestly it should be like another class like gym like you need to know how to manage your emotions because at the end of the day that's what so many people like use to drive their decisions and um, that can be very harmful (laughs) like so I think, and not a, not everyone is going to be spiritual or super self-aware like we are. <laughs> so I think just being put in a space where you are kind of forced to sit down and like think about yourself or think about 
your thoughts and just be aware of that whether that's even just joining like a meditation group or something can be so healing and impactful and yeah i think life coaching really ties into everything but fitness for sure because you can be super fit but you can also be really unhealthy on the inside and like yes. no matter, like i i used to look ripped but i was so unhealthy like deep down like very much struggling with my mental health and very much not eating enough and like i knew i wasn't but also didn't didn't want to accept it because people on the outside were telling me yo you look great like what are you doing you know like it's it's a mind fuck a little bit <laughs> in the <laughs> world like <laughs> um, but yeah it's really really key to be aware of yourself and just what's going on um i used to i guess like leading into another one of my points i gave you before this but i used to smoke weed a lot and oh yeah we can talk about that yeah like a little actually way too much and i did that because i was like avoiding my my thoughts and avoiding getting to know myself better and just like it was an escape for me and <clears throat> while i think weed can be used in good ways i think everything can be addictive and that was definitely one of my addictions was just like getting high and not dealing with the world and um what helped me what helped me in realizing that but what also helped me with recognizing the ego and soul and my whole spiritual awakening was taking mushrooms for um the second time but uh i had like such a crazy awakening doing that and it really opened a lot of a lot of thought patterns for me and made me recognize my unhealthy relationship with smoking but also made me realize like um you can you can have balance in life and you just need to find what works for you um i think that's really really key and then like i don't know if you wanted to go in the whole like shroom talk with therapy but i have been seeing a lot of like studies being done recently mainly by Johns Hopkins University and mm -hmm. um Berkeley has a few Texas has a few but they've really been showing how psilocybin so mushrooms and then LSD too have been shown to be super super impactful with um addictions addictions whether it's to cigarettes or sex anything like that um they've helped people break that pattern and they've also helped people with their anxiety, their depression and especially quiet the ego and i hear a lot about people having experiences of like um having ego deaths on on psychedelics which i think is cool i've never really like fully experienced that but um that's just another form of natural medicine that i think is awesome that um is starting to be used more and hopefully will be used more for like good obviously but yeah there's a lot there's a lot in the in the wellness space and mental health space that we can use and is just just about like finding that access to it and using it in a healthy way yeah um well 
I'm glad you brought this stuff up because um, I haven't really spoke about it much on this podcast. But um, I want I want to start with this. Um, I think I think psychedelics can be great for um, like you know personal ascension and stuff. Um, and it's helped me. But what I want to say is so we like I want to preface with this part specifically because we are spiritual beings in a material world in a material body occupying this temporary space. And psychedelics, mushrooms, LSD, whatever you want, are of the material. And so, like, they're great for, like, spirituality and, uh, like, awakening. But there's only, like, so far that you can get to with those because they're from the material. And you are, like, a soul. So, you can get higher with with just an experience of your soul. And a lot of people will just do they like they use psychedelics as a way as the easy way out of having like some kind of awakening or some kind of epiphany with spirituality but it is it's like the lazy way of doing it and you have to be super intentional about it and i think if you're doing it for purposes behind addiction and like and mental health and just kind of self-inquiry and like looking into yourself and stuff that's great but if you're doing it because it's your form of spirituality that is the lazy way of doing it in in my opinion but that's just because of like the way that i see it as in mushrooms are material from the material world but as we are at the same time spiritual beings in this material world mm-hmm. but i do agree with the fact that they help with all the stuff and there's a bunch of awesome stuff coming out about that paul stamets is a great person to look into if you're gonna like want to learn more about that i'm sure you have but for the people listening um and like they're like for people especially with ptsd and um like military veterans it's been super helpful with their with their situations um so i think there's a lot of benefits with it and it's um you know there's no like no wonder like it's been made illegal by like the establishment because they like want to hide it but at the same time i think it's really interesting how they've only made it legal in places like oregon and california when at the same time those are the states with the same um destructive um policies and and ideas that are contrary contrary to basically everything we talked about today mm-hmm. so i think that's really interesting because the same case goes for the legalization of weed um why do they want these people to become complacent by taking these as recreational substances rather than medicine and it's all about intention because before i've i've used weed as a recreational substance to numb myself and to um escape and use it as a buffer and a, and to separate myself from who i was and that's not something that if you if you're doing that and it makes you happy like good for you but i'm i don't think that it's constructive in any way to people growing and it's super important that you're super conscious of how you're ingesting these substances and if you're doing it for recreation you need to evaluate why you're doing it for recreation but -hmm. if you're doing it for medicine and you have a purpose for doing it then that's great i will open up now and be vulnerable with you i smoked a lot of weed after i had my acl surgery 
but you know i had like my leg cut open and <laughs> so i use yeah. it as like a pain um a pain like killer um but now like i don't i don't smoke weed because i it deviates me from my goals mm-hmm. mushrooms i don't i haven't taken in a long time because i feel like me and god can have a very de- profound relationship without it and maybe mm-hmm. one day i'll come back to it but that's just how i see all of that stuff the weed and the psychedelics in f- that was five minutes <laughs> so no it's all good yeah i think <clears throat> i really agree with a lot of that stuff um one thing that i will also add is like isn't it funny how weed and psychedelics like they have that medicinal purpose if you let it do that and if you have that intention but something like alcohol doesn't even offer you that that side of it like that awakening or like and it's become so normalized very very much so so i think that's what what can be very awesome about um weed and psychedelics but i think that's also what can be um like a little dangerous about them too like you said because people will use them recreationally and not have the best intentions with them or maybe even just want to escape through psychedelics like i'm i know that exists and um i think that's why it's really important really important to know why you're doing it and also like knowing that they are just a tool they are not the answer um yes yeah because there's a certain point like you said where you learn what you need to learn and then your journey continues and um yeah that's key (laughs) yeah i'm i'm glad you said that um because I agree, it's that's the I think that's the way that 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 tops the conversation is a tool, not an answer. But I will say, after everything I did just say, I think if everyone in the whole world took a gram of psilocybin, yeah, this place would be a lot better. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um. So that's like my thinking about it, and like with alcohol, it's like crazy how it's become so normalized because it's like alcohol is so bad for you and i like i'm like not trying to speak from the mountaintop because i'm in no way a saint but um like in terms of men it's bad for your testosterone feminizes men and then if you're taking talking about everyone in general it's like bad for your muscles if you're trying to get gains in the gym it's bad for your longevity it's bad for your liver it's bad for your like everything is so bad it's a poison intoxication is the like you're being you're poisoning yourself and it's yeah. like so bad for your brain and it's like so bad for everything but mm-hmm. it's become so normal and not just here everywhere it's normal and so it's like a sad thing because um people ab- abuse it and it's it's not something to be taken lightly and it's really it's upsetting if you let it but it's it's just a, a very unfortunate circumstance that institutionally it's become normalized um and other things have been like completely uh like outlashed because of their properties that are dangerous and stuff so um so yeah oh i agree also like when i'm uh like i don't really drink like that anymore maybe like (laughs) once every two months kind of thing um but when i do i notice or i've realized this recently like when someone's drunk 
you kind of get along with anyone but when you are when you like smoke some weed or you take a little bit of psychedelics you're very susceptible to energy and like you're picky with who you vibe with and you're really not gonna get along with everyone and i think that is um eye-opening because like some people aren't meant meant to be in your space but like i guess my example is in college i was like drinking a lot and um that was also my form of escape at one point and i would like get along super well with everyone I was around when I was drunk but then sober like I did not really vibe with a lot of the people around me and it was just interesting to see how dynamics would change but only for a short period of time when we were all like blacked out and faded like and um, I think that's something that's also dangerous about alcohol is like just like the fakeness of it in that sense i guess yeah. but <laughs> or try being the only sober one in a room full of drunk people yeah yeah literally <laughs> so yeah i feel like we could talk about this for a long time um yeah. but i think we made some great points we've had a great conversation mm-hmm. and as i finish any podcast i always ask guests um if the whole world was listening to you right now and you had one message to share with everybody, what are you going to tell them? Oh. Oh, I need a second. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> I don't I don't give people a warning. I I surprise them with the question at the end. A good question. That's juicy. Um Just speak from your heart. Yeah, the first thing that came to mind was you need a journal, bro. Like you just need (laughs) (laughs) You need to go sit down with yourself and your thoughts and get it out on paper because whatever is jumbled up in your head is gonna make you so much more overwhelmed than if you just let it out on paper. Even speak it out loud, but honestly I think pen to paper is the way to go. And let it out. So many things will become clearer in your life. Your 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 sanity will get better. Your if you're struggling with anything, depression, anxiety, like that will really like journaling will have such a big impact on that. And it has for me, it has for so many people I know. And I think that's really if everyone journaled, like the world would also be a better place. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Journaling in psychedelics. Yeah, oh, man. That's the cure. Cool. Um, Kenzie. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. Um, yeah. I'm really glad we had this awesome conversation. We talked about a lot of cool stuff. Um, and I'm definitely looking forward to the next time you come on because there's a few more things I want to pick your brain on. Um, and I'm going to tag your Instagram in the uh, description. So I'll plug you up. And to the listeners, thank you so much if you got this far. I really appreciate you supporting this podcast. And I will see you next time on the Ascension Show. Peace, everybody. Peace.